Hey guys, I'm Greg. I'm Dave. And thank you for watching us on your, you know, I've been saying this for a while, on your favorite podcast, <laughs> but the other day I was looking at it, and it's not, it may not be your favorite podcast, I know it's on Apple, it's on Google, I think it's on Amazon, but it's not every single one, so we're out there, Apple and Google, you should be able to find us on one of those two. Anyway, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks didn't we for come listening. up on the top of the search in Google? Did we really? Yeah, Greg and Dave. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Wife, so there you go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that much easier for yeah. you. Yeah, my wife, she was, <clears throat> look, she, what's the name of your show? So I, <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so she went and she Googled it. She was like, oh, man, y'all came up first. I'm like, okay, Sweet. how about that? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, we appreciate your patience as we try to work around, uh, work work through the show. We're both new at the show. We're both new at podcasting, and the technical stuff is all new. So we appreciate your patience as we work through all that. So, got something a little bit different for you today. We've all been busy, busy, busy. So we just have some short material, and then we're going to get into a topic that we started on Sunday which was two days ago, yeah, uh, that you might be interested in. But for now, this article is from the Daily Signal. It's called, Whistleblower Pulls Back Curtain on Transgender Treatments for Minors. This is from Katrina Trinko, February 9th. Uh, and I'm just going to pull out the highlights here. Jamie Reed, who describes herself as a progressive and who says she is married to a trans man. Okay, so this isn't some staunch conservative. She wrote a terrifying account of her experience while working at a Midwestern medical center focused on transgenderism. In her explosive article in the Free Press, Reed, who was formerly employed at the Washington University Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital, <laughs> describes a world where medical professionals rushed to encourage minors' gender transitions without any concern about the life-changing consequences of the treatments. And this is a quote, Many encounters with patients emphasized to me how little these young people understood the profound impacts changing gender would have on their bodies and minds. Close quote. She goes on to say, But the center downplayed the negative consequences and emphasized the need for transition. Um... <clears throat> So, you know, we're not the only ones been talking about this. A lot of people have been talking about this. And so the attention has caused lawmakers uh, to start drawing up some laws in various states. Uh, they're beginning to realize that we can't count on doctors to protect our children. So they've introduced legislation that would put limits on transgender, on gender transition treatments for minors. And I like what it says in here a little bit later about the, what is this? Is it called the euphemisms or the words that the left has, that they change, they, they change the word of something to make it sound less horrible. Yeah. Transgender center often referred patients to specific therapists. So, you know, there's, you have to get a letter, you have to get approval before you go into it. But the center, they had specific patients they knew would comply, and they even provided a template letter for the therapist. Uh, the minors coming into the center suffered from depression, anxiety, ADHD, 
eating disorders, obesity, diagnosed, diagnosed with autism, and others had autism-like symptoms. Uh, nobody, nobody ever discussed with the minors. Uh, well, here's some of the uh, consequences, I guess. Let me say that way. Consequences of the treatments. Liver toxicity. Liver toxicity. Toxic, toxicity. Say that. Say it. Say that. Liver toxicity. Tox yeah. See that was what he said. Liver toxicity <laughs> uh, from puberty blockers. Uh, one girl on testosterone was having vaginal bleeding. And the women out there are like, yeah, big deal. We all have vaginal bleeding. So listen to this. Have you bled this much? Less than an hour, she soaked through an extra heavy pad, her jeans, and the towel. Wow. You bleed like that? No, I don't think so. So here's what happened. During sex, the woman's vag vaginal canal had ripped. Testosterone apparently thins the vag vaginal tissue or the vaginal tissues. Uh, other problems include the clitoris becoming enlarged and rubbing uh, on the on clothing. Um, let's see what else here. There was an 18-year-old girl was taking hormones since she was 16, and she went through the transition. And she wakes up and says she wants her breasts back. But you know, that ain't happening. So, anyone. Of course, if you work in this industry, anyone who raises doubts runs the risk of being called a transphobe. So it's kind of fear to get you into it and fear to keep you into it and fear to keep people from speaking out against it. And then like I was saying earlier about the, the, the wording that the liberals are masters of. Gender affirming there it is. gender affirming <laughs> surgeries yeah. as opposed to breast removal surgery or, or yes <laughs> or the better the more accurate one I think we should use is gentle genital mutilation surgery. you know that's illegal in the United Nations is it really yeah the in Africa like you get caught because in some African countries, it's um, a common practice, genital mutilation of girls when they are going through um, their, I guess, development, their womanly development, just on the cusp of that, chop it off. I know people personally that have had that happen to them. Yeah. Um, That's messed up. Yeah, that, that is a crime on an international scale. Mm. But Where's the consistency is, is, uh, is always my question. Um, so you think your kids are safe going to college? You think colleges are okay? They're okay, right? I mean, how about, the, you know, the, you want their, your kid to have that, what is it, uh, that, uh, not a resume, what's it called? Diploma with that famous school on there. So this North Korean woman, Yeonmi Park, a North Korean defector who escaped the United States recently spoke out against what she sees as a rise of woke ideology in American universities that reminds her of the brainwashing she experienced in North Korea. This is by the Daily Fetched by Jason Walsh, February 16th. So, what university do you think it is? 
Oh, you probably read the article. So, Columbia. Columbia University professors and students promoting the, commu the communist revolution and railing against capitalism. And this is a quote. At Columbia University, they were literally saying that all the problems that we have is because of capitalism, because of white men, and the solution for all these problems is a communist revolution in the name of equity. And she says, that same ideology drove my home country into what it is today, the state of North Korea. The things that I was learning at Columbia University really shocked me because it was the exact same thing. So how about that? You know? You think we're making it up? You think it's overrated? No, it's happening loud and clear, and uh, you continue to ignore it. Yeah. We'll continue to lose this country. And then I have a headline. That's all I have left here. <laughs> but it's a good headline. <clears throat> U.S. Air Force grounds fleet of planes because their tails could fall off in midair. Wow. What? So it says the Air Force has grounded hundreds of KC-135. What's Are they made in China? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a KC-135? Why do I care about that? Well, because it's a refueling plane. So they're grounded until they're inspected for a potentially faulty part in the tail section, says officials. You buy that? Do I buy that article? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the reason for them grounding those planes. Oh, you mean it could be something more serious? Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, I kind of believe it because I they know... They blew up a pipeline because it transported oh. gas, right? <laughs> Fuel. Yeah. For, uh... From Russia, you mean? Yeah, the Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of... You know? Um, about the oil that. pipeline. So, I mean, they want to take cars off the road. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> they want to get rid of cows because of their methane um, that's being released into the food. But anyway, uh, let's put all that together. Let me just make one more comment on it. Uh, uh, the reason I find it believable is because I think we're down to 3% spending for the military. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, again... Their reason is what I just questioned because a, a big plane transporting fuel is not something that they are um, they're trying to continue with this these climate change yeah. warriors, you know. So and they'll start they, they have no problem sacrificing national security to do it. So I mean I'm not saying that it is or it isn't. But just just a thought. You know? Sure. I, I, I used to get in trouble for asking questions. But anyway. <laughs> you may still get in trouble for asking questions. Yeah. Or for but speaking your mind. Let's put that, put all of the, as, as separate as they seem. Let's see if we can put that into into one 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 piece so we have a situation where kids are being sacrificed 
That's that's what it is, children. You talk about abortion. The gender fluid kill. Oh, I've always you know? saw abortion as um, human children sacrifice, yeah, that, like like they did yeah, back in Bible times. It, it is, and is is low hanging fruit. It's it's very easy to point that one out. It's to the God of convenience. Yeah, right. But when you look at this, this is a manifestation of the same evil, right? Because you're physically and mentally and emotionally destroying kids. It's irreversible. It's irreparable. They, they cannot come back from these things. They're done. And the suicide rate of kids that go through that is off charts which is the opposite of what they preach because they're saying wouldn't you rather have a a whatever trans child rather than a dead child from suicide yeah it is off the charts so it is i mean it is a little more drawn out but when you look at how a life each life is destroyed right that's what the enemy is about right destroying lives destroying the body and eventually bringing death uh into the equation and you have this and then you have um what was the other one you talked about um north korea yeah the the education there was something else yeah not very um the transgender minors North Korea, the planes. Yeah, I think well, so. In Spain, right now. Oh yeah, and I remember North Korea. The teachers, communication, uh, commu- communist uh, indoctrination camps. All right. Um, for every evil, there has to be uh, some form of authority. I guess in the old times you would call they would call them the the priests uh, of a specific god, uh, the high priest, the priestesses, all right. And when you have this um, situation of this this gender, this transgenderism, and and this this insanity. Right. One of the things that is that goes part and parcel with it is um, goddess worship. All right. So, if you look today, you'll see there is a very blatant uh, initiative to um, replace the position of that the man, the male enjoys and give that to the female. So you find uh, and they celebrate it like strong woman. You know, the woman of today. All of this sort of feminism. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, goddess worship is what it is. And, the, and it is interesting where you have things that have existed for decades that they call patriarchy is what they call it right and mm-hmm. they need to destroy that and <clears throat> and, and uplift women um, so you see insanity like they want to 
cast a female um a female agent as 007 <laughs> all right this kind of insanity uh, most recently there was <clears throat> viola davis had this movie called the woman king which i didn't mm. watch all right but it is so crazy like they they defy this woman but the what they've shown in that movie is the absolute opposite of actual history mm-hmm. <laughs> like the the complete opposite of what really happened yeah the complete opposite of what really happened right and all to glorify this woman i mean just look at the title the woman king mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right so king is no longer masculine so you see where all of this and and this is it's every facet of our lives today is inundated with this and if you're sharp enough to to pick it up then you have to be smart enough to ask the question why (laughs) where is this going what is this about and and it seems chaotic because the flow of information is so fast I mean, you, you you see something across your news feed now, and five minutes later, it's like 10 stories down if you can find it again. So the flow of information is so fast. And as a result of that, there's a lot of uh, suspicion. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of fear. Because you don't have time to process anything anymore. They just hit you one after the next, one after the next. I mean, when you look at what's happening with these trains... Right, I mean, you have like what three trains now that have this is three, yeah. I think I saw a third one, uh, was it yesterday or today? Mm. I haven't had a chance, but the first two to look at it were almost like back to back, yeah. Right, so as soon as one hits and you're trying to deal with that, then they hit you with something else. This is not an unintended consequence this is to have people confused to have people fearful and you can't devote the time to see what is true and what isn't why is that and this is what they they tell you trust us you know we are the experts we'll do the work for you and tell you what you need to know all right you don't need to worry about anything and then they just feed you all of these these falsehoods one after another and again why why is there such a purposeful initiative to keep people in fear to keep people in a state of confusion and distrust uncertainty none of these things are positive emotions but this is what they they peddle nothing is uplifting nothing informs you to a a better situation or better scenario where is all of this going and i'm reading a book right now called um, return of the gods right and um, i would recommend that you get that book i mean whether you listen to ebooks with audible or you like to turn pages get a copy of that book and one of the most remarkable things 
that I've come across in that book so far is that everything that we see today, regardless of how insane it is, happened before. Hmm. Everything. And it came from Sumeria, Phoenicia, Mesopotamia, Babylon, all in those areas. You know what all of those countries have in common, all of those nations? Um, they were used by God to punish Israelites. Well, yeah, yeah, but they're all pagan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And this, these are these things that we see today, are what their religious customs entail: self mutilation. Um, the priests at the uh, Oracle of Delphi were transgender. They would mutilate themselves, the men. The, and this is on record in worship to Ishtar. Mm. Yeah, they would dress like women. They would adorn themselves. You couldn't tell the difference. And the, the more devoted ones would castrate themselves and they will parade in the streets. This is on record. <laughs> so, my question is, <laughs> you know, um, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, there is nothing new mm-hmm. under the sun. And why am I saying that? Because we are witnessing full circle the return of some of the most ungodly pagan practices that humanity has ever indulged in Hmm. and we are living in that time today these practices came to a screeching halt approximately two two thousand years ago you know what coincided with that 2,000 years ago. Christ. That's right. (laughs) That's absolutely right. Jesus Christ came, died, resurrected, founded the church. 2,000 years ago. When the gospel started being preached, all of these, and you can read this in the book of Acts, you can read this in the book of Romans, all of these practices, they, they were broken the, the, the bondage that they had the people in the areas with was, was broken, the people were freed, people were liberated in Christ and these things had to run to the shadows but there was no point in human history where these practices were not commonplace up until Christ coming hmm. it was everywhere Rome um Greek. What's this guy's name? Alexander the Great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Persia. Yeah. Put every world power in human history was pagan and practiced these things in one way, shape, or form. And then that broke. And there was a time when the gospel was preached. It came through the West. And if you know European history, you would know that the West 
was one battle away from becoming Islamic territory. Thank God for the Polish people. Um, and the gospel was preached. And that hold was broken. And now we see it coming back. In full force, in, in rapid speed. What happened? Laziness, complacency. You think that's it? I think that Christians or conservatives, they just want to be left alone, at least conservatives for the most part. But the problem with that is liberals don't want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. So they not only want to ruin their own lives, but they want to ruin your life as well. And we just got complacent. I mean, because it, you know, it had been going on for a long time in this country. Mm -hmm. You said it started back earlier than the 60s, right? Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. And check this out, right? And, and we didn't do anything. And, and then it keeps creeping and keeps growing. And then the, what the left has done, and Ronald Reagan said this when he was, when he was alive, when he was president. He said, if communism came to America, it would be under the guise of liberalism. Yeah. Right. And what they've done is they've refined their methods, so to speak. But the I can't remember the exact year. But I I, I guess I'll span it by a couple decades. I believe it was seventies or eighties, somewhere around there, give or take. And um, creationism was taught in school, mm. right? Um, children learn Bible verses in public school. <laughs> you know, um, this was commonplace, mm -hmm. right? And the ACLU. Godless institution filed a lawsuit against the Department of Education and said, Well, this is a place of learning. If you teach one view, you should also teach the other view because that is a view and you should let the the students decide which one they want to accept. And that lawsuit was brought so that they can teach evolution in schools. That was where it started. Mm -hmm. That was the first compromise on record. And they won. And then, you know, evolution was taught. But what happened, you know, you give these people an inch, they'll take the entire field. And they've pushed and pushed until creation was pushed out completely and the only thing taught in schools is evolution but again that goes against the merits of the case that they brought which lets you know that it had nothing to do with fairness and and in the name of of academics academia right there was a goal in mind and as they did that the ten commandments left uh prayer left any semblance of anything uh, 
Christ related was done away with. You can pray in school, just not Christian prayer, which is fascinating to me. But these are the things that happen. And if you just spend 10 minutes and just look at that trajectory, you would see. It's like when um, Al-Qaeda was formed. You could speak to this. How did they come about? Because they pulled out, right? The troops and left a vacuum. And mm, yeah, <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So uh, there is no such thing as empty space. If something leaves, something else will take its place. Mm-hmm. All right. The crux of the book. Return of the Gods is the parable that Jesus Christ gave in Matthew where house is delivered and put in order and the demons that were there before got driven out and after a while they came back they saw the house in order but the house was empty and that demon didn't come right back in no he went and got seven worse than himself and then they came back and my challenge to you homework take that parable and superimpose it on american culture mm. over the last 20 or 30 years and see what you get and i guarantee you if you do that all of those things will make sense listen to this the two animal rights bill (laughs) approved on thursday in congress is this that mexico one spain spain yeah about bestiality yes god that's messed up all right You uh, can't you can't make this stuff. I remember up, reading that now. Yeah, you <laughs> mentioned it. You, you can't make this up. <laughs> so, the way I understood it is on the books, bestiality is against the law, but then they kind of finagle around the law. But then, let's say, um, uh, how can I put this? Uh, you heard of gerbils, right, folks? Yeah. You, you're familiar with the gerbils and anuses so let's say that you're using rats in your happy time (laughs) but maybe the rat got injured from your playtime now you can be sued because you injured that rat there you go (laughs) that you you (laughs) sexually assaulted the rat it's only illegal or crime if the animal is injured. And they also said something about consensual, didn't they? Yeah. In that article? All right. I mean, wow. <laughs> That's where we are, really. It's like the, <laughs> the absolute most crazy, most insane thing is the norm. And the rest of us are like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Did you just say that? And everybody's like, yeah, you know, that's that's right. That's the way. I, I challenge you. Make sense of, out of that. 
explain that to me where there's a viable reasonable justification for that sort of thing justification (laughs) wow professing themselves to be wise they became fools their foolish hearts were darkened you can't make sense of this outside of God's word it is impossible you cannot because it makes no sense and like I said I think it was either last last podcast or the one before if there is no pathology like an A, B, C equal D if that is not the case then you have to look into the spiritual you have to this is where we are so like I said that's the homework man read the parable in Matthew where Jesus Christ talked about this and superimpose that over America the West and see what you come up with folks something is brewing I mean we've had the balloons China balloons taking serious note of our defensive tactics locations of our nukes We've had train derailments causing toxic fumes to go into the clouds and people are being poisoned whether the news wants to say it or not. We've had the overturned chemical truck spill. Uh, We have a seven point earthquake in Turkey. Um, There's, and you, of course you have this education coming from our education department for transgenderism. I mean, children being mutilated we're messed up and we're living in messed up times and it's getting worse i mean you actually you actually are being persecuted as a christian by our own government we i think we said this last week too because we have political prisoners to prove that and it's almost like a shock and awe you remember that operation george bush george h bush i forget (laughs) (laughs) or george w anyway that's kind of what we're being we're being exposed to it is a shock and awe. We're just being exposed to all this chaos at once, so that we're stunned to respond to it. But it's actually happening. You know, some of us probably still walk around thinking, "No, no, I, yeah. I've heard this, but this can't be right. It's not happening in my house. It's not happening in my neighborhood. My neighbor's cool." Um, but it is actually happening. So something is coming. Of course. Yeah. Out of all the chaos, there's this light at Asbury College going on. Have you looked into that any further, Mr. <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> I have. Uh, I'm supposed to be in Tennessee, like I said. Okay. And uh, if if it's uh, if they I, I, if they're still going, you know, I'll, I'll try to stop by. But it's amazing. It's being reported. People from around the world are coming to this event so that says a lot about the human heart and the current starvation this current spiritual starvation that we're under and people have a yearning for not just the truth but the spiritual truth and you can only start for something if you're not getting it right so all these churches every other building (laughs) 
all right and and you have this this desperation and this this hunger you know for for God's word and and fellowship with God in spirit and in truth all these churches and you have so many hungry people spiritually hungry people that's a problem you know that that's a problem and um America. Another problem, I think, and this is kind of what we started on Sunday, is, let me ask you this, folks. Has your church talked about where we're at? Has your church said anything about where we're at? I'll give you an example that uh, Dave brought to my attention. Let's talk, talk, you know, in the future, in the Revelation, it talks the mark of this beast. And there's always this disconnect from us because... You know, how do you even get there? You know, how, how do you get this mark of the beast? How does that even formulate? Well, the vaccine card was the one that paved the road. And after the vaccine card, you actually have the vaccine. And you heard the articles we read the other day about them wanting to track who is and who isn't getting the vaccine. So you can begin to see that a mark of a beast is not too far-fetched yeah. and has your church talked about this has your yeah. church made any kind of correlation have you heard any have your church spoke anything about transgenderism have they spoke out against them no and, and it's 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 sad as it's well. sad but it's it's kind of scary too i'm not sure what is going on whether they're just fearful of any kind of a backlash but man if we're supposed to be imitators of Christ imagine if he was fearful about a backlash I mean anybody that had the opportunity to back up and say no more well he certainly did yeah. but he went all the way didn't he all the way all the way and what are we doing what are we willing to do what are you doing I mean, the two of us are in the basement trying to get the word out. But what about you? What are you doing to help? It's sad that it's not coming from the churches, which I think it should. Yeah, and, and, and again, you know, the, the mark of the beast is the ultimate fulfillment, whatever that mark turns out to be. Right. Right? Don't let that be a point of distraction. As Greg said, how would we get here? Because when it happens, people are going to ask, how did we get here? <laughs> All right. And being so consumed by what that mark might look like, what it would be, you miss everything en route to that. You know, and do you, re and again, and, and just for to protect ourselves, I believe this needs to be said. We are not saying that the vaccine is the mark. No. Not by any stretch. No. Right? But look at how it was used. Right. It's an example of how we could get there. Right. I mean, businesses were closed. People lost their jobs. Yep. People were forced, fired. People, yep. you could, but yeah. yeah they, you could uh, even, couldn't even have church, yeah. some church. Like, in, in, they wouldn't even let you in the stores in yeah, some states. You had to have a mask. Now, if you have to have a mask, to get service is it really that much of a stretch to say yeah 
You have to have so. a mark to get goods and services. One of the things that I've realized in Scripture, it, it the Bible doesn't very seldom, if if at all, but I, I, currently I can't think of any scenario where it does. The, the Bible doesn't give you the ABCs, one, two, three, of how you get there. Right. Tells you where it starts, <laughs> how it ends. All right. And let me see. A liar is a thief. Thief is a murderer. All right. No, a liar is a murderer. And in our mind, that seems like there are several steps between lying and killing someone, mm -hmm. but not from the biblical perspective. Right, and what it does is it tells you if you start at this point, you will end at that point. Period. Pick your point, you know, whatever you want that point to be. You know, if you start there, you will end there. And um, we oftentimes, you know, try to find the trajectory and and try to, to rationalize and, and make excuses to how we are the exception. You know, like, I mean, I, I might have told a lie, but I ain't going to kill nobody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's how we rationalize things. Um, not in God's eyes. All right? That book came from outside time. God exists outside of our time. He knows the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. He's Alpha and Omega. Uh, so he has a bird's eye view. Alright. Uh, we don't have that. So it, it comes down to a simple question. Do you believe? Do you believe what the Bible says even when you can't understand it? Well, that's just it. If you could understand the Bible for everything it says, what's the point of faith? Exactly. You know? Uh, yeah. But uh, as you said, something is is happening you know things are heating yeah. up so something is happening and the the rapid succession of these things you know paul talks about it like the travail of the universe the creation groans and he alludes to um, birth pains and like a woman in labor or pregnant going into labor the closer she gets to delivery the quicker and the more intense the contractions are that is the analogy that paul used when we look at the the last days as we get closer to the ultimate fulfillment things are going to happen in much more rapid succession and with much more intensity just look around <laughs> yeah and we're not saying that, that these are the last days. We're just saying that this is actually what's happening. You know, you know, we're just saying what you're thinking, that tragedies are happening. Disgusting filth is being accepted and preached in the schools. And what are we doing about it? Yeah. You know, I mean, are we are we even afraid to pray in public? Well, I mean, you ask the question. I'm saying that because Scripture said it said in the last days, men would be lovers of themselves. What does that look like? <laughs> well, that's what that looks like. Yeah. 
Me, 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 me. It's all about me. It's all about me. All right? The love of many will wax cold. Another sign of the last days. What does that look like? No regard for life. No regard for life. No regard for your neighbor. On any level. Have you noticed <laughs> that in traffic? People will pull out in front of you. Remember the old days? Like, like people like us in our age. Let's say we're coming up on a turn. And we go, oh, there's my turn. But we keep driving and we go down and turn around. Yep. Come back. What do people do today? They slam on the brakes. <laughs> and then they'll make the turn. And the reason they're slamming on the brakes is because they're in their own world. There's no regard for anything outside them yep. or around them. It's yep. just like you said, me, me, me. Yeah. That happened to me on my way here. Guy came from two lanes away. Right? The turning lane uh, to turn left backed up and then two lanes he came from a turning lane that merged onto the main road right cut in front of everyone and then blocked the intersection <laughs> so that he could turn left no regard right no regard for life um it's in the book man it's in the book <laughs> We know what the outcome is. We know the ending. It's, it's in the but it's book. really not important, I think. And I think that's what we're talking about as far as you were talking about the ABCs. Uh, it's not for us. It really, Christ said it himself. It's not for you to know. Exactly. And it really isn't because then you kind of have a fake uh, a fake relationship. Like, oh, 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 we're getting closer yep. to the end. I'm going to start eating better and drinking or not yeah. drinking and not smoking and start talking better, being nicer to people. You know, that. You're either you are or you aren't. You're either a genuine, compassionate person or you're not. I mean, he did say, be ready. We, we have a, a imperative and a mandate to be ready. Uh, we also have a mandate and an imperative to read the signs and know the times. And I don't hear that from the pulpits. No, I don't either. I don't hear that from the pulpit at all. I hear the same thing that I've heard for years, for years, decades, the yeah. same thing. And I never really thought about it until you yeah. mentioned it Sunday. Yeah, nothing really changes. Oh, it's the same wait. preaching. If you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus. If you, need, if you know Jesus, you need to know him better. But that's just kind of superficial. Yeah. Look at how much life has changed around us from day to day. And nothing? <laughs> no, man. I mean, you think about it, if you're a speaker or you're a teacher, what makes your speaking or your teaching interesting? And it's being able to take a current situation and apply it to whatever you're talking about. But that's not being done in the church. No, it's not. It's so anyway... Do some self-analysis, think, pray, study, and be brave. Fear not. Do what? Fear not him who can destroy the body. the body, only the body. But I forewarn you. Fear him who can destroy both body and soul. Man can only destroy the body. That's as far as he can go. After that, 
can't do anything to them. Yes, sir. Well, guys, some heavy stuff for you to think about, pray about, but don't be afraid to rise up in godly wisdom and compassion to fight back. Yep. Until next time, stay safe. Peace.